0: Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started, but before we do, I wanna make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're gonna announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning, and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for. Blank fill in the blank for whatever you do, and you know, our mission is to really create world class sales girls that can walk into a room and have an in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the sales girl summit is for you. So, June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center. I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker. Um, than what most people are probably anticipating, so um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends, and I think that is so incredibly fun. Um, but they don't have their tickets yet, so I cannot recommend like I said enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully, there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP, and then def- definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below, and I cannot wait to see you there. We're gonna have so much fun and do our sales girl thing we have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show.
1: I was in the gym last week working out with a workout partner. We're meeting every morning and getting some kind of a workout in. And that's doing a lot of things for me. It's giving me a friend to go do something with. It's giving me some accountability to help me to really show up. And then typically, if I've got another person pushing me a little bit or me trying to push them or trying to do just a little bit more. You seem to do that when there's someone else there with you than just doing it by yourself. At least I seem to. It motivates me to do just a little bit more. We got into a conversation. I was telling a story about some men in some situations who are established men in the community and their family and all those things. And they gotten themselves in trouble by being in the wrong place, pursuing something they really knew better than to pursue. They went down these paths and you get caught in these situations. How can we aggressively keep ourselves in a safe, good, solid situation? And I know most of us do, but there's always temptations right around the corner. It happens too quick and too easy for it to be in a comfort zone for anyone. And I mentioned him as we were talking about it because he's a really a good man of faith. And I really enjoy knocking ideas back and forth with him because it's a good environment. It's an environment that we talk about the right things, the good things that we should be talking about. And I said, well, it sounds to me like that shows how important it is to have the right environment, to have an environment that you're safe in, an environment that's leading you down the right path that doesn't throw too many temptations in your path. Then I went on to say, you know, that's why the culture that we place ourselves in, the culture that we create is so important. It's to try to keep us in this right path and this right mission on, on what we're doing. And then I said, you know, and also it's just, it's our mind, it's like, what are we filling our mind with that's so important to help us keep us in this culture and this mindset and this environment. And then he mentioned the thing about accountability. He thinks it's more like accountability. He believes in having people in his life that holds him accountable for things that are important. And I said, kind of like a mentor. He said, well, not really. It's more like an accountability person. Like, for instance, us going to the gym, working out with each other, we're holding each other accountable right there. We're talking about it. We're expecting each other to be there. We're expecting a certain level of, excellency in what we're trying to do. So there's an accountability issue there with that. And he says, yeah, for things that are important, you should place yourself in an accountability position. And I thought that's a pretty good idea. And he started thinking about that. We also meet in a Friday morning Bible study men's group every Friday morning. He Now, I just started recently. He'd been doing this for a while and I found my way into this group. And for him, it's like, yeah, that holds me accountable. We talk to each other every Friday about what are we doing? What are we spending our time on? What are we thinking about? What are we having problems with? And it's holding ourself accountable. So what's important enough to us to find a way to hold ourself accountable to what we're doing? Same thing with selling. If we're in sales, like with Guide Culture and the Academy and things like that, we're meeting on a regular basis, Holding ourselves accountable: Are you doing these things? Are you filling your pipeline? Are you working on the techniques? Are you coming with the right mindset, with the right heart, with the right emotion, with all the right things? And we continue to hold ourselves accountable to do these things. And I said, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." And then we're later on in the workout, and I said, "You know, something about being having a mentor." I said, "I know that he meets with this guy. He's about." 20 years older than him that used to be a pastor in the church. I said, is that why you meet with him all the time is to hold you accountable or to be your mentor is what I asked him. And he said, no, it's really to hold me accountable to the things that are important to me. And so I said to him, I said, well, I'll, I'll consider you my mentor. He said, we are iron sharpening iron, which is really good because we're both holding each other accountable. And I think that's a little bit different than a mentor. A mentor is just for somebody to give you some advice, some ideas. And we're trying to sharpen each other. And so my question, in what areas are you holding yourself accountable? And what areas are you focused on and working on? Trust me, I don't know all the answers. And I have plenty of things that I continue to need to work on. I have plenty of issues that I'm working on. But I still want to go back to the three issues that I've always said from way back and it really kind of came out when we were doing our kickoff for God culture. We we're having our Instagram meetings every morning or live or live chats, Mason and I. And and it came off the top of my head, this is what I believe, and to this day I still stand by this. And I'm gonna share it with you again. Many of you have heard it, but you're gonna can hear it again. The first one I think is spiritual. You know, we have we have our spiritual self. We have our, our soul and our mind, our personalities and our emotions and all that. And we also have our body. But, but when you go to spiritual, I feel like for me, that's really important. I've always said, read scripture, read scripture, read the word, read the true word of God, because there's no better way to get something than directly from the source. And to do that on a regular basis, just to fill your mind every day would feed that, have to feed the, the good wolf in you that you want to be fed. And then, but to take that another level, like this men's group to where you're having some other people help hold you accountable, some relationships there. And then also hearing, 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 listening to things, listen to podcasts that talk about this, listen to sermons, go be in places, listen to music, anything that can help with our spiritual life. Because if we're believers, we're indwelt with the spirit, with the Holy Spirit, and then we can build that and grow it and make it better, and that's something that we can always be working on, because remember, if we don't stand for something, we can easily fall for anything. We want to have something we stand for, and then also believe in, in the mind, trying to continue to fill the mind with the right material, that's why I've always started with The Psychology of Winning by Dr. Dennis Whiteley. That's a great book to help fill your mind with that kind of material. And the books uh, we're reading in, in this small group, is kind of like, these are books written by other people, but it's, it's perspectives on things, but it's good material. Uh, Zig Ziglar wrote a lot of good material. There's a lot of good podcasts out there now. There's a lot of good material that keeps feeding your mind and my mind in good, positive, motivational directions doing it for the right things and for the right reasons and things like that. And the third thing here is, is this sales skills are actually guide culture in the program we have. I think that's one of the things, that's one of the things that I've always leaned on is studying this because this thing that we do relates to every profession out there and it relates to parenting, friendships, it relates to everything the people skill, the people business that we're all in relates to everything. And then the things that back this up, it does give us something to stand for. It helps us to say, what do we stand for? Because we sell and we try to believe in and stand strong and set an example for what we believe in. And many of the latest talks on, on some of the guide culture program is, is how do you sell yourself? You sell yourself by selling it to other people, as you sell your belief or your ideas or your product or your service, more and more you start believing it more yourself. So to have something you stand for and stand strong for it, I think helps you build the belief within yourself. So working on the spiritual and working on the mind and the are both important aspects. And do you have accountability places there to help hold you accountable to continue to work on these things? Another thing within the sales skills is, it gives you a direction, a direction to be going in. Because we keep talking about have something, have a direction. And it gets you in the mindset of always serving others. But within the guide method, all the things that we do, we're continuously working on several things that fall into human skills, personal skills. We work on things like, how do you gain attention? How do you gain somebody's attention? How do you make a good first impression? What's the appropriate body language? What kind of body language can you improve? What kind of body language can we practice and do better at and present ourselves better in all situations? How are we giving ourselves? How are we showing up in situations? It helps us to learn our, our features and benefits of whatever it is that we do sell because we don't really sell the feature. We sell what the feature does for someone. We don't sell the product. We sell the product of the product. And in guide culture, we're always thinking, what is the product? and what's the product of the product, and what's the product of that, and what's the deepest emotion, the deepest drive, the deepest motivation that's driving people. And we can also learn to find that of ourselves, what's driving us. What is the deepest drive that's happening here? It's there. We're just kind of calling attention to it. And we talk a lot about how do you build inspiration in people? How do you tell a good story? How do you use stories to convince someone or or get a message across in a way that's going to be memorable. How do you become memorable? And we learn about how to close, how to get to the close, how to stop when it's time. And then we learn about how to handle objections, doubts, concerns, hesitations, all the things that people go through. And when you're in this sales skills world, this people skills world, you're doing all these things all the time, which turns right around and reflects on every part of your life. So if, if you're doing things like, I'm working on my spiritual. I'm working on my mindset and my my emotions and things like that. And I'm working on these skills and what the sales skills. i working on guide culture. Basically, the whole program that we have put together here is what you're kind of working on leading you in these directions. And the point is that this leads us in the good directions, work worth doing, and things that are good for people and good for you as well. The thing we ended up with today on Academy was, yes, we're doing all these things. We're working hard at them. We're giving it all we're giving, 100%. And you really can't change somebody's heart. Over time, you might can, but you can recognize it and know which way to go with a situation. As we're doing all these things, who are we really changing? Who are we really helping? And it goes back to the lesson that Dr. Dennis Waitley mentioned to Billy Graham in a conversation. They're waiting to have an event. Dr. Waitley was going to speak at Billy Graham's event. Billy said, Dr. Waitley, how many lives do you think you've changed? And his comment was, I don't really know, but I know of one I've changed and that's mine. And I think that's what we're all doing here is by working on these things and going all in deep, working on your culture, your mind, your environment, accountability people, working on your sales things, your people skills, having a message that you believe strongly in that you're carrying forward and working on it every day and showing up in the right way and presenting yourself well and all these things. The one thing that you're definitely changing, the one life you're certainly changing is your life. And that's the one when your life changes. That's when the example starts to fly. My encouragement is to find your iron sharpens iron. Find a level of friendship that is deep enough that that really can make a change for you. Look for those kind of friendships. Look for people that you can bounce things off of. We've just finished up our round two of guided culture for men. And for two weeks we've had our lab and it's been a pure joy for me. It's a great group of guys to be around. We're working hard, trying to get something done, working on making a difference in the world just a great group and that alone, that accountability is I think holding us all accountable and we're all trying to improve improve on what we're doing. So my encouragement to you is to do the same thing. Get out there, get involved, find the right people to spend time with and hold yourself accountable. Iron sharpens iron.